Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. I'll be excited because this be like everyday life stuff that be happening to me. And then when God gives me a word or gives me revelation, it's just like, I don't know. I just be really excited to share it with y'all. So when I get on here and I be going live for Bay Bible study, I'd be like, I'm so excited. I really do be excited because I don't feel like it'd be like crazy stuff happening it's everyday life type stuff happening and god is speaking to me through it so i'd be excited to share it with you guys because i want y'all to look at your everyday life situation and spend time in god's presence to see what he's trying to say to you or what he's trying to show you just based on your everyday day-to-day situations so many times when i'm talking to my mentees or when i'm talking to you guys on live especially on tiktok it's just like, how do I hear from God? How do I hear from God? How do I see God move? And it's just like, God is moving every single day. Every day, God is moving. In any type of situation, like, there's no special place you got to be in for God to speak to you or for God to say something to you or for God to move. He can move right now while we on this live. Like, so I'd be excited to share it with you guys, my everyday life situations and the revelations that he shared. I'd be excited because I want y'all to take my situations and my revelations and really look at it so that you can begin to look at your everyday life and say, okay, what is God saying to me in this situation in my life and what I'm currently going through? What can I pull from this? Or when you do your prayer time or your quiet time and you're talking to God, God, give me spiritual eyes to see the way that you're moving and see what you're trying to say in my life. Don't just look at the physical as if, don't look at it as face value. Like everything Y'all know how some people be like, it's not that deep. It actually is that deep. It's the reason that it's happening. It's a message behind it. But you must tap into the spiritual realm to really see what God is doing. Because we know that stuff that happens in the spiritual realm, it happens spiritually before it happens physically. So if you can begin to learn how to read what's physically happening in your life and tie it back to what God has said to you spiritually, then you begin to look at life in a whole new light. It's just like, I understand that this current circumstance or this current situation that I'm in is actually working for my good or actually working towards what God said because I'm taking what God said and I'm using it to see the physical but in a spiritual lens. Does that make sense? I don't know how we already got into the word. I didn't even pray yet. I didn't even tell y'all the verse. We kind of in the word. I don't know. I think I was just really excited to talk to y'all. But anyways, <laughs> tonight we're talking about when God moves and we're coming from the book. We're coming from two books. Actually, y'all, we're coming from the book of Mark chapter 16 verses 5 through 6. And we're also coming from the book of Luke chapter 1 verses 11 through 3. So I'm, I'm sorry, 11 through 13. So I'm going to say a quick prayer and then we're going to jump right into it because y'all know I always got a story time. Like, it wouldn't be a Bay Bible study if I didn't have a story time because, I don't know, God just like, just like speaking to me through situations and stories and stuff, okay? So we're going to say a quick prayer and then get into it. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for waking us up and blessing us with another day. We want to thank you for giving us the opportunity to be on this live. Father God, right now, I pray over me that you decrease me. Father God, allow your Holy Spirit to flow freely through me, Father God. And I pray over each and every person under the sound of my voice that they receive a word from you, Father God. But most importantly, that they receive a new level of faith, Father God, and that they have an encounter with you that changes their life, Father God. We love you and will forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. So... I went out of town this weekend. If y'all watch my story, y'all know I was out of town. I was in Orlando with family. 
And I'm already into the story time if y'all didn't know. So while I was in Orlando with family, I was staying at my aunt's house. So my aunt, she stayed in an apartment and she stayed on the third floor. Y'all, is no elevator, okay? Would not recommend because your girl was tired, okay? I was tired. So anyway, she stayed on the third floor. So while I'm coming downstairs, y'all, I'm coming because we're getting ready to leave. So I got my suitcase and y'all, even though I was only there for two days, I'm an influencer. So y'all know I packed like six or seven outfits because... I gotta give the girl look. I gotta give the girls looks. Like this is what I gotta do. So for two days, I packed like six or seven outfits. So I had a full size suitcase with me, and then my godson was with me as well. And I'm taking his suitcase and my suitcase to the car, and I'm coming down the stairs. And y'all, as I get to the last flight of stairs, the wind starts blowing. But it's like it's not just blowing. It's like leaves blowing and everything. And I'm just like, wait a minute. Like it's getting ghetto because y'all see these lashes. So I got lashes. I got my big suitcase. I got his little suitcase. I'm walking down the stairs and then wind start blowing. So leaves start coming and flying in my face. And as I'm walking down, I'm just like, oh, I hope one of them like popping my eye. Y'all, I'm dramatic. I'm that girly girl where it's just like, oh, you know. So I'm just like, I hope one of them popping my eye. And the Holy Spirit said to me, head down. Put your head down. And y'all right there on the stairs, I just had a whole moment. Like it was a whole moment because what God showed me in that moment is that when stuff begins to happen in your life and situations begin to come your way and it seems like you can't see your way through it, you can't figure out how you're going to get through it or it seems like it's trying to take your eyesight, it's trying to take you out, it's trying to distract you, it's trying to make you waver in your faith. It's just something comes your way that's unexpectedly. A lot of times what we try to do is we try to, well, I'm going to just keep my eyes open and I'm going to just continue to walk in the situation and I'm going to just try to figure it out. But how can you figure out a situation that you didn't even see coming? You, it's no way that you can figure this out because you don't have no game plan. You don't you don't have no, you know, no way that you're going to get through this because you didn't see this thing coming. But it's in those unexpected situations in life. It's in those situations that catches us off guard. It's in those situations that seem like it's coming to take us out or it's trying to drain us of our faith. It's during that time where God says, head down. I need you to put your head down. And when you, what he meant by head down is this is the time to pray. A lot of times in those seasons, we feel like the main thing that we have to do is we have to figure it out. I have to come up with a solution for this. I have to reach out to whoever I know or whatever resources or whatever my auntie going to tell me to do or whatever my mama going to tell me to do. We going through our call log. We on Google trying to figure it out. We're on social media listening to all the gurus that just have all the answers to everything. And God was saying to me in that moment that in life, when you experience unexpected situations and they come your way out of nowhere. And y'all, it was even crazy because... If I didn't have all the weight that I was already carrying in my hand, I probably would have just, you know, went like this and then kept going. But I already had weight that I was carrying. And it's, that's exactly what happens in life. We already have a certain amount of weight that we're carrying. We already have a lot of things that we already go through. And then it seems like now it's something else. I already got this in my head that I'm dealing with. I'm already dealing with issues at work. I'm already dealing with health issues. I'm already dealing with feeling discouraged. I'm already dealing with anxiety or whatever your weight is. And then it seems like something else comes. So instead of putting our head down, our first instinct is to try to figure it out. And God is saying, when you have weight that you're already carrying, 
and then something comes your way unexpected, instead of trying to just walk through that thing and rely on your own strength, instead of just trying to figure it out yourself, I need you to put your head down. Because if you put your head down, that's you tapping into my presence. And when you tap into my presence, you give me the authority and you give me the power to figure it out for you. It's not your job to carry this weight and try to make a way. It's not your job to carry this weight and try to figure it out. Because y'all, them leaves could have attacked me, okay? I know it seemed like it's not that big of a deal, but it was a big deal because they came out of nowhere and my lashes was on, okay? It was a big deal to me. So it was a big deal. And especially because my hands were already full, full and God said, put your head down. When the leaves begin to move, when a situation begins to move, when it seems like you're in a shifting season, when it seems like you're going through a transition, put your head down. So when I sat down today to do my quiet time to prepare for a baby, I was study tonight. God told me to read the book of Mark and Luke. So if y'all see my Bible, Mark and Luke, it's the same page. This is Mark. This is Luke. So I'm just like, okay, we coming from both. So when I was reading Mark and Luke, what God showed me is four things to do when God is moving. Four things to do. Grab your journals. Do y'all got y'all Christian made journals? Y'all should have y'all Christian made journals. If not, go to my website and get it. Four things to do when God is moving. So starting with Mark chapter 16, verse 5 through 6. This is the story where the women went to the tomb and they saw that Jesus wasn't in there. So starting at verse 5, it says, As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Alarmed, scared, frightened, you know, caught off guard. That's Mark chapter 16, verse 5 through 6. Then when you read Luke chapter 1, verse 11 through 13, it says, then an angel of the Lord appeared to him. This is Zechariah's story. It says, then an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. So Zechariah was scared and Luke and Mark was scared. I'm sorry. And the ladies were scared in the book of Mark. So what God showed me is that when it comes to what you're supposed to do when God is moving, the first thing you're supposed to do is keep your head down because your problems need to produce fuel for your prayer life. This thing coming against you is not coming against you to test your own strength. It's not coming against you to see if you can figure it out on your own. It's not coming against you for you to start panicking or freaking out or becoming alarmed or becoming scared like they were doing. This thing is coming against you to train you on how to respond to unexpected situations, on how to respond to heavy seasons, on how to respond to things that are trying to catch you off guard. So the first thing you're supposed to do when God is moving is make sure that you're keeping your head down, whether it's a, a sunny season or a stormy season, keep your head down. And if you are in a season where there's unexpected problems, your problems need to produce fuel for your prayer life. A lot of times when we start going through stormy seasons and we start going through problems, we don't want to talk to God. I don't want to talk to God. I don't want to go to church anymore. I don't want to pray anymore because I'm going through this or I'm too depressed to go to church or I have too much anxiety to read my word and I don't want to watch the sermon because it's not working. But what God is saying with keeping your head down is when you go through things in life and it makes you feel like you want to tap out, that's actually the time to tap in to God's presence. That's actually the time to keep your head down and pray more. I know it feels like it's one thing after another. I know it feels like you're sinking underwater, but God is saying, and your power comes from you keeping your head down because then you're able to pull true power from the source, which is God.
So the first thing to do when God is moving or when you want God to move is to make sure you're keeping your head down. Make sure you're praying intentionally, consistently. Do not allow your problems to rob you of your prayer life, to rob you of your power source. You need to be praying even more now. I know it's probably hard to pray, but push that prayer out. Push those words out. Force yourself to be disciplined enough to say, even though it doesn't look like the prayers are working, even though, even though it doesn't look like God is hearing me, I'm still going to keep my head down in this situation. The second thing that you have to do is you have to replace the who or the how with God. Because as I was on those stairs, I could have stopped right there and I could have said, okay, well, how am I going to get through this? How am I going to make sure this doesn't get in my eye? How am I going to get down these stairs? But when you're expecting God to move or when God is moving, you don't have room for who or how to be in a way. When we go back to Mark chapter 16 and it's talking about the ladies entering the tomb in verse three, they were talking to each other and they said, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? But then verse four says, but when they looked up, they saw that the tomb was very, that the tomb, that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. They were worried about the who they were walking towards the issue, just like I was walking towards those leaves. They were walking towards an issue and they were focused on the who. But God had already handled it. You can't allow the unexpected things and the stormy seasons to make you try to figure out who or make you try to figure out how, which is what's the situation with Zachariah. Zachariah and his wife were very old and they were promised a child. And Zachariah's response was, well, how is this going to happen? Because we're so old. But when you're in the face of situations, when you're in the face of stormy seasons, when you're in the face of unexpected thing and God is about to move, God let me know that you don't have room for the how or the who. You must replace the how and the who with God. How is this going to happen with this baby? God, who is going to move this stone away? God, how am I going to get down these stairs? God, and it's easy to train your mind to think that when your head is always down. So the second thing that you have to do when God is about to move is you have to replace the who or the how with God. I don't need to figure it out. I don't need to stress over it. I don't need to rely on my own strength. I just need to know that as long as I keep my head down, God is going to be the one to get it done. So the third thing, and I wrote down for you guys, whether it's a situation that you know about or one that catches you off guard, the way that God moves will happen unexpectedly. A lot of times we, we, y'all, to be honest, we delay a lot of our blessings. We delay a lot of our miracles. We delay so much because we spend so much time trying to figure it out or trying to predict or guess the way that it's going to happen. When if you just keep your head down and continue to pray, God is going to move in a way that you can't expect anyways. So you might as well not even waste it. Like, have y'all ever sat down and thought about a situation that y'all were going through and you don't thought of every scenario of how it could play out and then something completely different happened? It's like that happens every time. So it's just like you wasted all that time. You wasted all that energy thinking about how this thing was going to play out. And then something else happened because that's how God moves. He's going to move, but it's never going to be in a way that you can expect or that you can predict. Because the word says his thoughts and his ways are far beyond ours. So that's why you might as well do what you can do and keep your head down and replace the how or the who with God. The third thing that I want you guys to do when God is moving or you're expecting God moving is to expect feelings of fear. I know a lot of times we say, okay, faith casts out fear and you shouldn't have no fear and, you know, always be faithful. But let's be honest, sometimes 
We fear some situations. Sometimes it's a scary situation to be in. Sometimes it alarms you. Like they said in the book of Mark, he said, don't be alarmed because he caught them off guard. And then he said in the book of Luke, he said, don't be afraid because there will be feelings and emotions of fear when God is about to move. Because think about it. You're experiencing something that you never experienced before. You're going through a test that you never went through before. You're encountering a season that you never walked through before. So it's, it's human. It's natural to experience. Experience feelings of fear well don't allow that fear to paralyze you don't allow that fear to get in the way of the faith or what God is calling you to do both of these stories in Mark and Luke they both were scared but that didn't stop the fact that God sent a word to them God sent the word to the ladies and he sent the angel to tell them, don't be afraid. He sent the angels to Zechariah to say, don't be afraid. So that means in the midst of whatever you're going through, whatever you're worrying about, God will still send a word to you in spite of your feelings of fear. So don't allow those feelings of fear to stop you from doing what God is telling you to do because he's still going to speak. You have, we have to get to a place to where we train our feelings and train our emotions to submit to the word of God. I may be scared, but this is what God is saying. I may not understand, but this is what God is saying. I cannot make a way, but this is what God is saying. And then we have to train ourselves to make decisions that aligns with that, with the faith and with the word instead of what we feel in the moment. So the third thing is you guys need to expect feelings of fear. The fourth and final thing that I want you guys to do when God is moving or you're expecting God is moving is to look for patterns. God is so intentional where when he sends you confirmations or when he sends you a word, he knows what is going to what is going to stand out to you. It's, it's different forever. A confirmation for me is going to look different than a confirmation for you because the way that God speaks to me is different from the way that God speaks to you. So he, he's so intentional with the way that he does things. And he was even intentional with telling me to read Mark and Luke because in both stories, it says in Mark 16, um, Mark 16, verse five, it says that the man was sitting on the right side. And then when you read Luke chapter one, verse 11, it says the man was standing at the right side. Look for patterns of God. Look for cycles in your life. God does move in cycles. You have to be able to discern your seasons and be like, I saw this before. I saw somebody trying to get me out of character before. And last time I didn't respond. So I'm not going to respond this time because this is just a test. I dealt with a rude coworker before. I dealt with somebody else's attitude before. I dealt with somebody talking to me crazy before. And I'm not going to revert back or backslide to who I used to be. I'm going to pass this test because I recognize this pattern. When God is about to move, you have to be able to recognize patterns. Because when you recognize the pattern of God, then that teaches you how to move that teaches you what to do that teaches you how to discern that season so be intentional with recognizing what season are you in what is God telling you to do in this season think back to previous seasons what was God telling you to do in that season and when you're able to look at it through a spiritual lens and look for the hand of God think back to the last time that God told you he was going to come through for you those same people that's calling you now was calling you then and telling you not to have faith they was calling you then and telling you that God wasn't going to make a way and he did. So when you in this season now and you're waiting on God to make a way, don't don't act like you ain't already go through this before. Don't act like you didn't already see this before. They're trying to come against your faith just like they did last time. But if God showed up last time, why won't he show up this time? You have to recognize the pattern. God, I know what it looks like when you're about to move. There's a Bible verse and it says you're able to you're able to discern when it's about to rain outside, but you're not able to discern the hand of God. We know when it's about to rain. You can look at the clouds and start getting a little darker in the clouds. It all, my grandma be like, y'all, it smells like rain out 
out here. You're almost able to smell the rain because you're able to look at the signs. You don't have to physically see the rain or physically see the thunderstorm to be able to look at the clouds and say, it's rain coming. You shouldn't have to be able to physically see what God is doing to be able to know that God is about to do something. So look for godly patterns. Look for different situations and look for different circumstances in your life and say, this is this is God confirming to me what he's about to do. And even though I don't see it yet and it may not make sense and it may not be a sign to nobody else. I remember I told y'all before, my grandma, she, she knows when it's about to rain because her knees hurt. Because she had um, knee surgery. So whenever it's about to rain, she said her knees like clench up. That's not a sign for me. I, I wouldn't. My knees don't hurt when it's about to rain. I gotta walk outside and see it, see it, see when it's raining. But for my grandma, she's able to recognize the pattern. She's able to recognize. I know what this feel like because I experienced this in a season before, so I can recognize the pattern before I even see the product of what's about to be produced. So when God is about to move or you're going through a shifting season or a transitional season, pray for God to give you discernment and spiritual clarity to be able to recognize God's patterns in the ways that he moved in your life specifically, because it's different for everybody. So the four things that I want you guys to do when God is about to move is keep your head down, tap in, do not allow your problems to push you away from prayers. They should be producing fuel for you to pray even more. The second thing is replace the who or the how with God. You don't need to figure it out. You don't need to have all the answers. God, that's it. Keep your head down and say, God, that's it. I don't know no other answer. When people call you trying to make you figure it out or make you explain how it's going to happen, God, that's it. The third thing is expect feelings of fear. Expect the feelings of fear, but don't allow those feelings to paralyze you. Continue to move and make decisions that align with what God said and not what you currently fear. I mean, what you currently feel. And the fourth thing is look for, for look for God patterns. Look for things that God showed you in previous seasons and see if you can recognize them in this season. After you do these four things, understand that the feelings of fear may not go away. Have faith anyways. And that's tonight's seed, the have faith See, you have to, we have to get to a point to where I'm just going to have faith anyways. Because doubt, doubt is always going to be here. Fear is always going to be here. Anxiety is always going to be here. Stress, worry, it's always, but what, what does it help to stress about it? Nothing. Nothing. But you know what can help? Praying. You know what can help? Keeping your head down. You know what can help? Talking to God about it. These are things that can help. A lot of times when we can't do something right there in a the moment, we feel like it's pointless to do anything. No, even though you may not be able to change your situation right now, when you pray, there's stuff that begins to shift in the spiritual realm. And just because you don't see it does not mean it's not happening. Pray in spite of what you feel. Pray in spite of what it looks like. Keeping your head down, like keeping your head down, meaning praying and tapping into the presence of God. That's what I mean by keep your head down. In spite of what you feel. And then I wrote down, how do you have faith anyways? Because that's the nice seat. Have faith anyways. The two things that I took away from these scriptures is in the book of Mark chapter 16, verse 8. It says, trembling and bewildered, the women went out and, and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone because they were afraid. They went out and still did what the angel told them to do in spite of how they felt. They were still, it says they were trembling and bewildered. They were still scared because that was a scary situation to be in. It's, it's tough situations that we go through in life. So God is not expecting us to just make the feelings go away instantly. No, you're going to be, you're probably still going to be worried. You're probably still going to be scared. You're probably still going to 
fear what the outcome is, but do what God said anyways. That's how you have faith. That's how you have faith anyways. Do what God said anyways. Do it scared. Do it nervous. Do it while you worry about it. Do it while you overthinking about it. Do what he said. Force your body to, uh, to submit and align with the word of God. And the second way you can have faith anyways is to be silent and believe. When the angel came to Zechariah and told him, you're going to have a baby, Zechariah was like, how does going to happen? I need some more answer. Da, 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 da. And the angel said in verse 19, it says, no, in verse 20, the angel says, and now you will be silent and not be able to speak until the day that this happens. Because you, your words can come against what God is trying to make happen in your life because the word says that there's life and death in the power of your tongue. So if you're operating from a place of fear and you're speaking from a place of fear, you could be speaking death over something that God is trying to birth within you. So when you're feeling worried, when you're feeling fear, when you're feeling anxious, when you're feeling depressed, when you're feeling like it's not going to happen, a way to have faith anyways is to be silent and believe. If you, can, if you can't speak faith to the words, just don't say nothing at all. Until you see what God said. Have faith. Anyways. Okay. So that's the word that God gave me for y'all. I know I did Baby Bible Study Live earlier. Because I feel like 9.30 be late, y'all. We be on here at 10 o'clock. So I was like, let me move it on up. So it's going to be at 7.30. I pray that this word reaches the ears that God set out for it to reach. Whoever this word was for, I pray that it encourages you to keep your head down. Most importantly, keep your head down and have faith anyways. The biggest way that you can get discouraged or lose your faith is by looking at what you see in front of you. That's that's the easiest way for you to begin to waver in your faith. You focus on what you see. Keep your head down. Keep your head down. Continue to pray. Continue to stay in the word of God. 